only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev, on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. Maserati Kev. Oh, he's yeah. a real thing, huh? <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna talk about it yes okay we're gonna oh, talk about it we're gonna talk about all it. right if you're new to the podcast uh thank you so much for joining us for the first time we talk about life love and the pursuit of happiness we are not relationship experts but we do speak from our own personal experience and i'm learning to understand the value in speaking from your experience and um sharing the revelations and best practices etc 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 so if you've been following do you have something you want to say hmm? oh so if you've been following along with us the last three or four episodes maybe and if you haven't this is like your first episode like go back and listen to like the last two or three episodes they were like really really good to be honest and like i don't say that often but like those were really good <sighs> and um we were talking about the big leap a book by gay hendrix and essentially the impact that it's had on our lives and we to be honest I have a book club and in the book club some of the ladies were like I haven't read this book and I've been like purposely and intentionally not reading it because I just don't feel like the way my life is set up I'm ready for it and I actually get it that sentiment yes the the reason why is because since reading the book I have found myself questioning everything it's the blue pill red pill book I don't know what that means matrix I didn't watch the movie you did the movie was on. I didn't watch it. In the in the Matrix, I don't remember which pill he took. The blue pill or the red pill. I can't remember which one is which. But basically, you take one pill, and everything stays the same. Okay. You take the other pill, and your mind's opened up to the where the world that really is. Okay. Which is the Matrix and all this other stuff. So he takes the. I want to say the red pill. It doesn't matter. He takes one of the pills. He takes the Matrix pill, <clears throat> and basically. Once you take it, you can't go back to thinking or seeing the world the way it used to be. It's your inciting incident. I think it was red because blue was like the blissful. Yeah. Like the, the ignorance is bliss. Got it. Yes. So it's the red pill. Took the red pill. Okay. So the big leap is the red pill for your mind. Yes. I think there is so much you internalize, you you think about, you realize that you you accept uh-huh. You accept so many things, uh, and there's so many examples in the upper limit uh, or the big leap about upper limit problems and how many different ways they can manifest, how many different ways you can sabotage yourself. Like, for example, I'm back to eating right and working out again. Okay. I, I thought you said you weren't going to announce it. I wasn't. And but, then what happened just well, now? It, because it's a big leap issue. I'm not going to announce it on regular social media, but okay. this is this is family, basically. Uh, at least the Patreon and people who watch Love Hour. I was like, uh, family, child, this is about to get. Yeah, but <laughs> I I realized what I was doing. Tell us. Right, so the last time I lost considerable amount of weight was uh-huh. 2011 okay. or 12. That's the same year Twitch was invented. Okay. <laughs> uh, so at that time, I... Uh, was not doing no plays, no no kids in school. Mm-hmm. Literally, all I did was P90X and eat right. And I didn't even like eat perfect. I had found, I figured out ways to eat at Wendy's, mm-hmm. but it was like orange slices instead of fries, yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was doing the whole like, you know, the moderation. right way of doing it. Moderation, right thing. So, mm-hmm. and I did it consistently for about eight, nine months, right? Um, then I saw a picture of myself on stage with my shirt off and wife Peter, and I was like. I did it. I win. Yeah. This is acceptable. Uh-huh. Literally went back to the Boeing the next day, got a cheeseburger and Dr. Pepper and never returned to that size. That picture cursed me. So what's funny? Wait, don't. Oh, don't, I was just going to say, don't give me. No, don't. You're going to get me off track. I was just going to say, oh, my God. <laughs> so 
over the last 10 years, uh, I have lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight. Not much, but between 10 and 15 pounds. And two things always happen. One, when I start to see success, start to lose, usually almost always happens in the shower. Melissa will be like, your stomach's going down. Mm-hmm. And I, that's the first one, like, up. Ah. Uh, then people will start to notice. And then I'll be like, double up. In my head, I, I know this thought. I never knew it was an upper limit problem until I read the book. I have convinced myself Mm -hmm. that I could not have it all. Yes. And the more success I had in other realms, the more I said I can't also be in good shape. Right. Because I have a beautiful wife. I have handsome, healthy children. Mm -hmm. Uh, My career has blossomed. You know, we live in a nice house. If I am in good shape as well, people will think... It's too much. I can't have it all. Well, yes, I can't have it all. And he... Surely, like, so when I was like, I'll, if I'm overweight, right, then it'd be like, you know, well, he at least he's overweight, right? So I can still support him because he's not better than me, right? So mind you, no one has ever said this to me. Mm-hmm. No one has literally ever said this. But in my mind, when I would get too many compliments from fans, like, okay, have you looking good? Keep going, keep going. I'd be like, nope. You shrink back. I shrink back. And I'd, I would purposely... Or I don't know if it's purposely, but I would subconsciously sure. sabotage myself, mm-hmm. right? And also for me, I don't I don't really mind working out. I actually kind of enjoy the huff and puff. I used to play sports. It gives me that like mm-hmm. training feel, mm-hmm. feeling. And I don't necessarily even be having a reason to eat poorly. Yeah. I just be doing it. Yeah. Like literally, I'd be like, water or soda? Soda. soda. <laughs> right? So now I was working out with uh, O and, you know, me and Greg were talking about stuff and I was feeling like, uh, there's this Billie Eilish song that I have commanded, commanded, or not commanded, but uh, taken over Take as my on. mantra. Yeah. She has a song that says, I had a dream, I got everything I want, I wanted. So I'd be loving that. Also, the song is not nearly about what I think it's no. about. But that first line comes out, and yeah. I'd be like, I have a dream, I had everything I wanted. But then it's like, it was a nightmare. Ah, yeah. But that first line is good. Now my mantra is, I had a dream, I had everything I worked for. Mm. So... I worked for the Maserati. I felt bad about even posting it. And yeah. then I was like, why? What if, I, haven't, I haven't stolen from anyone. I haven't taken advantage of anyone. And I was telling you, I literally haven't driven a car I liked right. and wanted to drive since my Honda Passport. Yeah. That was my car. And that was a trash car. I, no, it was my truck. I loved it. It was new at the time. It was trash. I found out it was just an Isuzu, Isuzu Rodeo. With all the problems. Girl, leave me alone. We had yeah. a passport. It didn't have no problems when I first got it. It developed problems later. It was like me at a job. Great interview, <laughs> terrible employee. But I really liked the car is the point. Sure. And on my wall, before I even married you, I used to ha- I used to dream about cars. Yeah. You remember I had yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. a Ford pickup truck uh, souped up. I had a Ford Mustang. Yeah. And I had a BMW X5. And I had them on my first apartment yeah. wall. So... Life happened. The passport went out. I got married. Wanted to Melissa to have the nicer car always. Um, so she did. But uh, when I drove that Maserati off the lot, I was like, I, I finally like a car yeah. again. Right. So all the way back to the weight loss thing. Now when I'm um, reaching for a bad snack or whatever, I think I I want to work for this the way I worked for videos. And I'm also success driven. And because I used to be working like people like, Kev, you're disciplined. Why are you not disciplined and losing weight? And it didn't make sense for me to not be disciplined mm-hmm. because I am literally one of the most disciplined people for things I want. Yeah. But I didn't have the right mindset right. for what I wanted. I had a, I can't, I don't deserve. And when I first lost weight, I was like, let's get it. Yeah. Literally, like, I didn't have no social media. So, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, no social media the way I have it now. So now I feel like this time will be different because I'm not I'm getting out of my own way. Sure. And not just I, I when I start to see the success, I'll be like, this is what you're working for. And you can have it all. Like I'm telling you, the big leap is so good. It's, uh, the reason I want my friends and family and our listeners to read it is because I want you to live life free from the restraints mm-hmm. of your own thoughts. Right. It's not always other people. Mm-hmm. It's you saying I can't have I shouldn't do I'm okay. This is good enough. And I don't live my life in like in other ways like that. When we go on vacation, you know, yeah. I'm the salesman's dream. Right. We get a nice hotel room. Sure. We pull up to the Ritz and they're like, hey, remember we're in Hawaii? They're like, the penthouse is available. Would you like to see it? I would. Yes, I would. But can I tell you something? Are you done with your thoughts? 
I am, yeah, I, I talked for a minute. I think that people often need, I am people, Melissa, we need permission to know that it's okay to have everything we wanted. We need permission to know that it's okay to have everything really that we work for is actually low key kind of better. It's even, it's a better phrasing, yeah. but you need that permission because I think um, we struggle with, abundance of happiness you yes. feel guilty for that because you know everyone doesn't have that yeah so who am i to have it yes so I, and so you're you'll self-sabotage yes. you'll dumb yourself down you'll do whatever it is to meet the status quo yes. because as soon as you start floating to the top you feel vulnerable you feel it well me i'm saying my words i feel vulnerable i feel exposed i feel like i now have a target on my back because who's going to be happy for me yeah. They're going to be angry. They're yes. going to be upset. They may be jealous. And I don't actually even use the word jealous, but you know what I mean? Absolutely. You don't, and I don't want people to feel that comparison. So I often need to be told and reading the book gave me that permission that it's okay. And, and I think that's often the struggle with people. Yeah. And, and what happens is sometimes those fears that you have are confirmed in certain ways, uh -huh. right? So for example, um, black person had died couple months back into the pandemic. I don't even remember what exact person, but I was tweeting about it, how mm -hmm. this is wrong and blah, blah, blah. Some fan or someone tweeted me, how you, oh, you care I about that, that all the way from your mansion in I, California? Okay, yes. first of all. It's not a mansion. Not a mansion. Second of all, what? Yeah. You, you think because I live in a nice house that I don't care about black right. lives and you know police brutality and things like that? Like. You know, but now in the book, and I know this, but I think about this, a lot of times social media people's angst towards you is projection. Sure. That we then internalize because it deals with our own fears. Right, and can I say this? It's not just on social media. We often have those same sort of conversations just in our small groups, yeah. just in our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. And it'll make you, again, dumb yourself down. Absolutely, and I think... I was, even with the Maserati, like, I was really leery about, like, announcing it outside of the Patreon audience. Because yeah. they was like, Kev, let's go. Yeah. Like, I put the picture in Patreon before Josh even edited the cool ones. Yeah. Like, on the lot. I sent it to you. I sent it to my brother. Then I posted it on Patreon. Yeah. And the Patreon audience was like, yeah. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah. But I remember we actually had a conversation. I was right. like, Liz, I don't know, man, because I don't, I don't want people to think. And then I thought, like, you know, we talked about it. I was just like, man, people going to feel how they feel. They're going to think how they think. Yeah. I don't want to live my life by those same restrictions anymore. I can't affect how people see me. That really doesn't make me know. Never mind. But I don't want to live my life where I limit my own self. Sure. I sabotage my own thing. Because the truth of the matter, part of the reason I have that car is because I paid off the car I drove for like six years. Yeah. And I didn't have a car payment. And yeah. all this other stuff that I did right. And blah, blah, blah. And, and because why not? Right. The other thing, though, is one of the biggest... Uh, um, things that I saw as a result of you posting, it was actually kind of encouraging, is that we all need inspiration. Mm -hmm. And and I think at the end of the day, something that Greg often says to us is, is I know y'all. Mm. I know where y'all came from. Right. I know y'all don't have a rich uncle. I know y'all right. don't have a rich granddad. I know no one gave you anything. I had a dream. I and everything I, I think that for. level of inspiration to people is what's so profound yeah. in the Maserati. It's it becomes so much bigger than like, of course, yes, I'm happy for you. But it also tells people this is something that you too can do. It's often why even when I share my story, I'm often like in real life, if I can do it, you can too. Yeah. Because the realness that I am no different than you, the realness when I say, and part of the reason I even hold on to like this idea that like I'm so regular, because at the end of the day, we probably have more in common than we don't. Yeah. We both 
probably grew up not with a lot of abundance. Yeah. Maybe you grew up churchy, I'm going to assume, because you grew up the same way that I did. You have some of those same morals, those same values, some of those same internal struggles, those same internal dialogue that I have with myself. Yeah. You probably have also. So the fact that I'm able to hurl myself over and get to where I am today, allow that to motivate you and inspire you that this is possible. Mm. I too can do this. Yes. And this is a good place to take a break. Yeah. Hear from our sponsors of this here love hour, okay? All right, we're taking a break. Listen, you guys, we're talking about the big leap. We've been talking about it all month. And for me, one of the best ways that I feel comfortable taking any leap, Mm -hmm. small, big, medium, whatever, is through educating myself and exposing myself to people who are really good at something. And therefore, I can take little pieces, nuggets, whatever, and apply it to my life and um, take the leap that I need to take in my my life. And one of the uh, best platforms, we've talked about this platform over and over and over and over because we love it that much, is Skillshare. Skillshare! for you and yours. If you've listened to any of the last three or four episodes, I'm going to encourage you today, take one step and invest in your own big leap. And you can do that through Skillshare. Through Skillshare, you're going to explore your creativity and get two months free uh, premium membership at Skillshare.com slash love hour. That's two whole months of you taking the big leap. Okay. For free premium membership of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Whether you want to do graphic design, whether you want to start a home interior DIY, uh, if you want to do DIY, if you want to do, he's not on Skillshare. No, I'm saying he can learn. Oh, so he can do more stuff. Oh, literally whatever. I'm sure Skillshare has some sort of class that you can glean from and you'll have two whole months of unlimited access. Take the step, invest in yourself, get started and yes. join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash love hour. Two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash love hour. Okay. And we're back. Um, and I think that aspirational, inspirational piece is really, truly important. And I think that's yeah. the part that um, I think a lot of people beyond just like the actual content that we give, the actual content that we provide, which sometimes is just mindless entertainment. And I get that. There's a place for that. But outside of that, I also think there's a layer of I'm rooting for y'all because I see the work that you put in. Yeah, I'm rooting for y'all because you are what I'm working toward and I see the dedication, the hard work, the sweat, the tears, the whatever, the moves, and it inspires me to do whatever I'm doing at my level. Yeah, I saw a lot of people DM me that, like, Kev, get the Maserati so I can get the Toyota. Yes. Or the BMW. Yes. Or go for the new job. Like, it's more than just, like, and people, the Maserati is a car I like because I rented it and I was like, yes, Lord. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that's what you want for your life. For you sure. it might be a Jag or whatever. Like yeah. the the big leap is relative to your life. Absolutely. It doesn't mean like for Tony, it's just like, bro, we'd be like, Tony, move out the apartment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he got the waffle maker. But was, I just want people. That's to take actually it. a lot for Tony because that's yeah. a convenience. Yeah. But I just want people to take the thing that I want for most for people. And it's not about monetary things. Yes. It's about self-sabotaging yourself and preventing yourself from even trying to have what you want. Right. Yeah. This is I'm going to give these people a sneak peek of one of my messages. The Lord gave me for keep your distance. My beard that's has grown because these messages don't be jokes. They don't. But they be they be. But they don't. That's why a little bit of cussing, I bring in people who are whirly and then I preach to them. <laughs> um, but my beard grew uh-huh. because of the razor bump things. If you listen to Love Hour, you know this story. Yeah. I got a brand deal, got razor bump, grew my beard. I had told myself I can't grow a beard, mm-hmm. but I never even tried. Mm-hmm. I just accepted mm-hmm. that I couldn't grow a beard. Yes. But I also got my, shaved my face every week. Yes. So a lot of times in life, we just accept something can't happen mm-hmm. for us before we even give it a, tr- a try. And I would have, outside of those razor bumps, I would live my whole life. Not even trying. Not not only not in trying, accepting a fate that I never even went out for. Woo! I accepted that I couldn't grow a beard and I never even said, let me try and grow yes. a beard. Let me see what happens if I go a month, yes. two months, three months, whatever. I just said, I ooh, can't grow facial ooh, hair. Ooh. And what we do is, <laughs> in the midst of the process, we cut it off. 
because ah! it's not where we want it to be just yet. Oh, you done, you done tag team back You know the tag team preached this Listen, day. and the only reason this kept growing is because I literally couldn't cut it off. Right. And guess what? This part never used to grow. And Remember? now what's happening? It's done filled in. Mm -hmm. And also on top of that, what happened is when I was growing my struggle beard, uh -huh. I was bombarded with... You need to cut that off. All it don't the look good. It ain't never going to connect. You shouldn't. It don't look how you. I don't know how Melissa get it. And guess what? As soon as it grew. Oh, it actually looks kind of. Well, well, well. Look, how, how the, the mighty have fallen. have turned. And I think there's so many things. But before the people came in, I myself. And this is why it's so important to understand. I myself had decided. Right, right, and right. And when right, I right. let it grow, I was like, I don't care what nobody says. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it grow. We done taught Josh all these church stuff. I know he gonna be going, he gonna be going to Missionary Baptist. As soon as the world go, I have decided <laughs> to follow Jesus. No turning back. Um, but anyway, I was thinking about this this morning when I got out of the shower, and I feel like I just don't want us to cut our own. Yes. Before we even give it a chance. That's what I used to be on Josh on so much. And you. No, no, no. In real life, I want to read this quote. It's one of my favorite quotes by FDR. And he talks about the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, not the people in the stands. Hold on. I'm trying to uh, read it precisely. But he talks about the credit always belongs to the person in the arena whose face is marred by sweat and blood and tears, who strive violently, who may have even failed, but at least he did it. Not the people who are in the stands who are critiquing, criticizing, offering their opinion, but but ain't in the arena with yeah. you. And I think that's often what we're doing. We project, I don't want to do that. And even in The Big Leap, he talks about, and we actually just talked about this in the book club. Um, he was talking about, we often don't go out for our, our our dreams because if we put our all into it then we stand to fail yes. putting our all into it yes so you rather i don't i can't stand the thought mm -hmm. it cripples me to think that i could do everything i know to do and still fail so yes. i'd rather just not and that i have always said if you know me josh knows me you do and a lot of listeners I, I think about my deathbed, not a lot, but enough. Yeah. And all I ever want on my deathbed is to say, man, I, I went out. Yeah. Like if I, if I lose, I lose, right? I remember one time this Bears kicker had missed a 35-yard field goal for the game, and all his fans were just killing him. Mm -hmm. So they had regular fans come and try to make a 35-yard field goal. And they Most realized. Most people couldn't even get the ball right. over five yards right so it's very simple to say what you would do when you don't even be Correct. playing in the game or whatever of life but again this to me the big leap isn't about people mm -hmm. the big we are yeah. the biggest it's internal self-work it's internal self-work uh -huh. it's self-sabotage it's one thing if i get in josh's way right but i don't have to a lot of times josh has just said I can't do this. Therefore, I won't try. And there's Correct. more people like Josh in the world. I just pick on Josh because he's my boy and I want better for him and he's super talented. But we all have, and red? I self-sabotage as well. Yes. But no, Josh is working on the zine now and he's doing cool stuff on Twitch. And I think back to the weight loss thing, it's like my empire, if you call uh -huh. it that, was built a view at a time. Yes. Right. When you're losing weight, I did a stupidly ridiculous hard workout yesterday. And it was like the Nike app finishes is like 160 calories burned. And I was like, sir, Mr. Nike, do you realize if I go and drink a ginger ale, I just undid. I literally just canceled it out. But it clicked in my mind. What happens is you got to make those small choices. Your calorie deficit over that day might just be 100. Mm -hmm. But if you do 100 every day. Sure for months and years. And then some days you do 500. Some days you go over two mm -hmm. or 300. It's the net. Sure. And that's kind of how I built this empire. No viral video put me on where everyone in the world saw. I don't have no Gungam style. Yeah. And if you ask people what their favorite video of mine. It varies. It could be everything. Like a lot of people love Waffle Helps. Mm -hmm. A lot of people love Nehu. People love Playmaker. People yeah. love this. People, mm -hmm. some, a lot of people join from, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I used to love what you do back when Zay Zay and JoJo. The, or this random video yeah. that didn't even do well. Right. Like One of my all-time favorites, really randomly, while we're talking about this, is actually the Barack Obama video when he was living his life. <laughs> I just thought you captured the sentiment of black people in America. He was doggone wakeboarding. Listen, I we're know that's like, random us. aside, but that's one of my favorites. But that's the point, like, <laughs> That video didn't even go viral. Yeah. Most of my videos don't go viral. Right. Right. And I think 
that's so that's also why my fan base is so strong because yeah. people have been supporting for a long time. Mm-hmm. But a lot of what I'm realizing with the Maserati, people are most people were happy for me. Yeah. And people who are jealous or angry, they probably wouldn't be my friend in real life. They probably wouldn't be a true fan. Sure. Like the true people been like, matter of fact, the Patreon people was like, go on, get it. Yeah. They was like, let's help him. Yeah. Somebody actually cash at me and I did not ask. And I don't even put my cash up out, but some Patreons remember, she sent me a hundred dollars. It was like, fill the tank up one time on your girl. And Aww. I was like, y'all really just be kind, but also I think it's our openness. Yeah. Right. I obviously just took that soccer jersey off because I'm looking in the live and this was heavy. <laughs> and the way that jersey fit, I just like, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> right. But when I lose 20, 30, I'm putting it back on. Yeah. You know, and, and even if it takes me a long time, like this beard took, it's almost the second year of having it, yeah. I think. Right. I think you're into it. So into the second year. It took a long time to even get where it is now. It's not even filled out. It's not like Greg's beard yeah. or whatever, but shoot, it's the beard for me. And I just want us to have what it is for our life. Sure. That's literally all I want. That's why that book was like, bruh, read it. Tony was like, I can't read. Because I think there's something to that. You said that. No. People are like, we don't often want to do the self-work. Because no. it is hard. No, not only is it hard, just as an example, which, again, this will probably be the last episode in this, like, the Big Leap series mm-hmm. that kind of became a thing. Just yesterday... And over the course of like the last three weeks, I have been asking myself, am I upper limiting myself right. or, if or am I being safe? And I was going back and forth with myself, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yesterday, I finally decided to say something. Say something. When I tell you I had tears in my eyes, I'm almost getting emotional right now. Yes, they are. They she always called me, are. Josh. It was a whirlwind of emotion. It was all the emotions because when you grow up a certain way, Sometimes having conversations that supersede what you were accustomed to growing, it feels wrong. Like that in and of itself is a whole like, I'm talking about what? Why is this even a possibility? This feels wrong. It feels irresponsible. It feels foolish. It feels all of these things because it's just not a world that I expected myself to be in. Yes, and sometimes we take ourselves back. Yes. To the comfortable place. That was it. You know what? I don't I don't belong here. <laughs> Absolutely. So let me purposely do something. Even if that thing is uncomfortable and bad. We do that with relationships. Yes. He's bad for me, she's bad for me, but they're better than nothing. Yes. But sometimes actually No, and it's the opposite. No, sometimes it's the opposite. You're too good for me. Oh, that's what's happened with Karen and Maya. Yes, you're too good. Married at first sight. Bald and the beautiful. Uh, <laughs> you're too good for me. You are. You represent mm. uh, a sense of love that I want, but I don't know that I deserve. So this can't be real. This can't be true. Saboteur. And so we, Dang, and that happens. That actually might be more dangerous. Because you got a taste of the life you were having. Or God wanted for you, and you were like, "No, this, you thought I was worth saving." It's part of the reason that song is so emotional. <laughs> he wanted to cry every time. You thought I was worth but saving, but you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. You had to keep me, little old me, Jesus. You reached me down inside. You I was to die for. <laughs> so you sacrificed your life. Come on! So I could be free. <gasps> Hallelujah! I thought you forgot the lyrics. I did. Oh, That's why I went straight Holy Ghost. Oh, <laughs> that's real, though. And you have, it even happens in employment. Oh, yeah. When you find yourself in rooms and you're like, do they not know I don't belong? Do they not Imposter know? Imposter syndrome be like, hey, and that's when it, it That's when it pops up. Absolutely. That's when it pops up, and I. Th- ooh, 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 ooh. Tell Let us me more. give you this. Ex- let me give you this thing. Okay. Okay. This will be on a vlog soon, but we've been vlogging like crazy. Shout out to us. We yeah. really started. Me and Danny, or we was at. Me and Lissa was at Danny's house. Me, Mel, and Greg, and Stevie was uh-huh. playing space. Uh-huh. This will be a fun vlog. But this vlog, please watch it. Oh, Danny is oh, stove oh, top, kiss. top kisses. We did a video with her. I don't think she's been on our channels yet. She hasn't. Okay, Stovetop Kitchen. She's amazing. We should do it. Oh, it's a great idea. I will ask her. She's amazing. 
I call, she was actually one of the people that I called yesterday yes. when I was having my upper limit meltdown, quite literally. Yes. And when I tell you she encouraged my little heart, but keep yeah. going. Okay, so long story short, we're playing the world's greatest spades game ever. You might want to title the vlog that if you take my advice. Okay. You don't have to. That's fine. Literally the funnest, most exhilarating game of spades I've played in all my <laughs> doggone almost 40 years. It was exciting. We were tied. Uh-huh. 490 oh, yes. to 490. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think it was, it was 450 490. to 450 or something like that. But the point is, Mel and Greg, all they had to do was go five books. Yeah, it wasn't 495? I don't remember. Oh. But the point is, they had to go, if they went five and got five, they would have won. Mm -hmm. Me and Stevie were behind. We could not have won unless we went nine. If you guys know spades, there's 13 books on the table. There's no way for one team to get nine and the other to get five. Somebody's getting set. Mm -hmm. In this game, we had both gotten set multiple, multiple times, times. For a variety of reasons. Again, never happened in my life. Promise we're good at spades. Point is, Mel and Greg, and we ain't even playing sandbags. It's really deep state yeah. spade stuff, but here's the point. Mel and Greg needed to bid five books, get five. They would have won. They bid four. Yes. And Mel bid four because she was like, I don't want to get set and have Kev piss Glow. me off. Yeah. <laughs> he going to embarrass me. He going to piss me off. I'm going to be pissed off. Right? Yes. So they went bored. Okay. Uh -huh. Me and Stevie went eight. Mm -hmm. We got eight. Mm -hmm. They got five, five. Right? But because they bid four, because they were scared, we tied. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's when I think it was 490 and then to 490. It was 490, yeah. Right? You guys will get it. We eventually, Stevie and I win the game, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm spoiling it for you, but there's a reason. The reason Mel and Greg lost right. wasn't because they didn't have five books. Right. But it was because they were scared to bid five books. Yes! Four books was safer, but four books didn't win the game. Four books got them tied. If they would have bid what they could have won. They had the five. If they would have bid what they had. They would have bid what they had, but they played it safe and they lost. They lost. And it was actually the first time I've ever beat Mel and Greg. It was because the they dog I've been playing spades together for dog on 15 years. <laughs> so they have great chemistry. If you pay a lot of spades, you know spades. Hey, Tom, we don't have a lot of time. He said spades, mint spades. But if you play spades, you know a lot of it is chemistry, trusting your partner. It's hard to beat good people right. who don't, who know each other. They know how to play. Mel right. and Greg can trust each other. But they didn't trust themselves. Yes. Because they had lost and they had got set a couple times. Yes. That, which had never happened. And that's how we doggone live life, Melissa. It is how we, we live life. We accept bored. And we got five and half. five books because bored is, is safer. Safe. And you don't want to get set. Right. But sometimes you lose that way too. Psh. We out here losing both quick. ways. Taking a break. All right. While we're talking about leaping in an abundance of uh, love and happiness, you know your mind and your life needs to be happy, but the girls do as well. Titties. So we're here to talk about third love. You guys, they're just the best bra on planet Earth. That's my opinion. <laughs> I really do love their bras. I have all of them in all of the colors imaginable. I've completely switched out my entire bra wardrobe really to third love bras. They've been gone for a minute, but child, my love for them hasn't changed. Okay, so come back soon, third love. Okay, come back to the pod because I love you in real life. Uh, they have signature half sizes. They have cup sizes everywhere from AA to I. You're going to take a like 30, 60 second fit finder quiz. Really, really easy. They're going to tell you what your bra size is and you you are going to find the most comfortable fitting bra imaginable and over 15 million women have taken the quiz today and the best part about it is if you don't like it love it you can return it within 60 days return that bra if you don't yes, like it because you won't because you will you like it they stand by their product that much third love knows is a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering my listeners 10 percent off your first order go to thirdlove.com slash love hour right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10 percent off your first purchase thirdlove.com slash love hour love hour yeah yeah we also want to tell you about first leaf wine time wine time if you don't know joshua 
is a cab lover. Cab Sauvignon. Ja, uh, Joshua got me hip to cabs. And if it wasn't for the opportunity to explore a plethora of different types of wine from First Leaf, I would have never w- would have found out that I enjoy a good cab red wine because yeah. I thought I was a white wine girl. Uh, they have everything from cabs to Moscatos to um, Riesling. Riesling. They have sweet wines. Pinot Noir. They have uh, Pinot Grigio. Dry wines. They have dessert wines and everything in between. And you're going to sign up today. Today, that was a command. Uh, to get six bottles of wine for only twenty nine ninety five. That's what? What's $30? Five dollars a piece for wine ish. No, I think that's right. Five times six is thirty. Listen, for a bottle of wine, that's a good deal. That's five dollars basically per bottle. That's a really great deal. Do the math. What are you getting for five dollars? Nothing. Nothing. Plus free shipping. So you're not even going to pay for shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com/love. Six bottles of wine, only twenty nine ninety five. Tryfirstleaf.com/love. Love. Yeah. We're back. Child, I don't know where to go from here. We accept board when we have five books because we don't want to get set. And then you end up getting set either way. And the thing is, like, if you play spades, you'll get this more than probably anybody else. We weren't even playing sandbags. Right. That basically means there's no penalty for underbidding. Mm-hmm. Underbidding. Mm. You could have did it. Yeah. Right? Um, and I just, and here's the other thing about the other upper end problem that I want to speak to. It is a process. It is. Like Melissa and I, over the last three years, our life has changed. Our financial situation has changed tremendously, but our mindset hasn't. Yes. It has not grown with what God has done for us. When I get in the Maserati, the Maserati, first of all, I got to look past the Honda. Mm. So we need to switch spots on the garage. No. So I can see the Levante. You always need to remember where you came from. (laughs) (laughs) But when I get into that car, I still be like, is this mine? Like I've been could have had it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people were like, and I was talking to Yvonne about this because she has one too. And she was like, the crazy thing is you didn't have to wait for Maserati to give you one mm-hmm. or buy you one. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost more inspiring that you had it all along. Sure. Right. But there's the fact that we have employees. Sometimes we, what we have to pay people or what we get in a brand deal is more than we made in a year. Right, right, right. And we, I, I don't know how you feel. I'd be like, this is surely they are gonna find out. Surely, <laughs> when Jay comes to us with brand deals, I'd be like, surely goodness and mercy <laughs> shall follow me all the days of my life. But are y'all sure? But here's the other thing that happens with that: when you start to accept mm-hmm. what you're worth. When people come back to you with what you used to get, yeah, 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 you don't accept that anymore. But it's hard getting there. Okay, so we had the conversation with Danny. I was just telling Joshua this is a this is a lot of transparency in this episode. But um, I was telling Danny I'm doing the rebrand, Miss Kevin Sage. I'm trying to do the things. Melissa, step into it. So I'm like, I need, I want to have the brand of Miss Kevin Sage bring in a revenue stream that's different than the Love Hour. That's just like a personal goal that I have. So she was like, Oh, girl, you ain't said number word. I'll introduce you to my brand agent. So last night she does the introduction. I pull up the people. Listen. Me and Joshua just looking at them. These are real peoples. They got the real numbers. Yeah. They got the real, the big numbers. Mm-hmm. I immediately was like, I do not I belong. belong. I do not know why these people want me. This feels like this is not appropriate. I am confused as to why Danny thought I was appropriate. This is not it. It took me, like she sent the email, the introduction email, and I probably didn't respond for a good 90 minutes telling myself, girl, just tell her, thank you so much. I look forward to meeting you. Let's set up a meeting. Really? I'm just looking at the computer like this. I don't. This I do not belong here because it's a mindset. Once you get to the point of accepting your worth, I think it's hard to go back. Yeah. But getting to that point. Yes. It's all the self-work. So on that note, again, uh, this information will come out later, but me and Toby and Yvonne were FaceTiming, right? Mm -hmm. I was with Toby. He was doing something amazing. and Super amazing. Super amazing. You'll see soon. I got to show you the picture, by the way. Just remind me. So <laughs> told the, the people wanted him to do something and he 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 was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. It's not really what I want to do, but I'm gonna do sure. it. Sure. And I was like, I got I got you, Tobe. And Yvonne was like, tell them no. 
Tell them no. Yeah. I said, Yvonne, let me, can I say something to you? <laughs> yeah. You are Emmy nominated. You are four seasons in on Insecure. You feel stronger than, we are new here. <laughs> Give us some time to grow that backbone. Yeah. Because when I was at All Deaf, the first year, I was like, yes, no. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you do. But by the fourth year, I was like, no, this is dumb. This is how we're going to do things, whatever. But you have to grow into that. And that's why I'm glad we're reading this book now, so that as our life expands, we can work through that. Right. still coming off the bench in her rookie season. Yes. 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 You're done here? Yes. (laughs) And I think you got to get your mind, like, prepared. Because if you don't, when you actually achieve what you want and what God wants for you, you will you will ruin it. Yes. Because you you won't be you haven't you haven't accepted that you deserve it. Yes. And so you will sabotage yourself to the point of comfort. Yes. This is it's very uncomfortable to even think that this is now a pot, even though I've worked for it, even though I've, the whole point of the rebrand is to set myself up for this exact conversation. Yeah, okay? right? Like literally this is the point. But as soon as I'm at the point at that point, it's like, ho, 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 ho. First of all, too much too soon. Too much too soon. Too much too soon. And this can't be real. Have you seen your roster? Yeah. Why would you want me? Yeah. Josh said Melissa's coming off the bench at her rookie season. That's what he said. He he didn't say it in the Joshi cam. No, no, he don't have a Joshi cam. Mm. Uh, that's what he said. Got it. Um, uh, on on the sports note, there's been times where uh, they they have a like they say a play, a, a young player they're just happy to be here. They don't know any better. Absolutely. And sometimes they play out of their mind because they don't know that they shouldn't be where they are. Mm-hmm. Usually you have to work all the way up eight years to play in the Super Bowl. And sometimes you go in your first Super Bowl and you win because you're just like, why Why shouldn't I? Yeah. Why can't I? Who says I can't right. have? Who says I can't do? And in, in life, I feel like we we often would benefit ourselves to have that same thing. And also part of it too, I realized, like so many things in therapy, I realized these limits didn't start now. Oh, no. They started like, child doggone hood installed there for whatever reason you decided this is as far as I'll go in life mm-hmm. or my family is only gone this far I don't like in the book they talk about outshining mm-hmm. I don't want to do more than my parents yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do more than my brother or sister if I do this this new job I take I'm going to make more than my friends right that means we can't vacation with them we right. can't do anything here's what I'm realizing too You get new people around you yeah, who have lifestyles that are more similar to yours. Mm-hmm. Um, that is often a very difficult part. That's of the limit. abandonment. Oh, you talk about Kevin Frederick struggling. And disloyalty factor. But I, and, I mean, and you don't want to just be like, do things. No. I'm out. Like, I got new friends now. Level it's not up. even like that. It's not. It's actually really, really difficult. No, but right. It's actually. I'll give very, you an example. Oh, let me not go too far down this path because people start reading into. No, no, no. I, okay. I'm going to give you a different example. Listen, that ain't what we're talking about. No, it's not. I, I'm, gonna give I'm you not an even example. going. Girl. Okay. I just want you, Kevin. I know. You, you got to make sure. I know. If you will let me talk, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Okay, go. I'm talking about like the playmakers. Okay. Right? Me and Jay, we had a dream. We're uh-huh. going to make it. We're going to go to the top. Yeah. Better than Osi, bitch. <laughs> when we came to LA now mind you when the Playmakers first started I started Kev on stage uh-huh. that was my personal channel just because I didn't want to do church videos all the time right. which is really interesting to me mm-hmm. that even then I was like there's other stuff that's funny yeah. and I don't care if the, I don't get that many views I'm going to do what I want to do mm-hmm. Playmakers millions of views yeah. lots of subscribers traveling all over the world Kev on stage Literally nothing. Mm-hmm. 12 views, 50, 75. I did not care. Yeah. Joy of my life sure. to be making those videos, right? Playmakers later on, we for, nothing is our fault mm-hmm. in this way. It just didn't work out sure. like we wanted to. Sure. LA was a much bigger city. It was much harder. We were so doggone green. And when it far came apart. To Hollywood. We were far distance, apart. Geographically. We didn't understand the business yeah. of Hollywood we thought when people were nice and invite us to their house, they were our friends. 
Joshua. They, they do, were not. They do not. They weren't necessarily eat. mean. Right. But when it became time to get paid, people make sure they get paid first. Mm-hmm. If if for them to get paid, you can also get paid, they'll do it, right? But they ain't going to get you paid instead of them. Right, right, right. So, long story short, uh, Ant's uh, uh, wife's get stationed. He got to move, mm-hmm. right? He used to live 15 minutes from, actually probably 10 minutes from where we are now. Yeah. Jay used to live an hour and a half. We were not making no dollars, no more from Playmakers. I mean zero <laughs> and we had made tracy evan them they gave a fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars when i tell you i was like listen we so was out here like which bentley's are it. available yeah because clearly we're going to make fifty thousand dollars for the rest of our life every two or three months didn't happen at all you cannot feed three families listen in los angeles off of zero dollars <laughs> Because that doggone 50 paid off that credit card, bought computers. The point is, Kev on stage that I had been building, eventually it caught up to the Playmakers channel. Right. Because obviously Playmakers stopped making videos. Then when Jay and Ant moved, you know, and when when we stopped making videos because of the Tracy Evans contract, Mm -hmm. we stopped getting booked. Yeah. Because we were getting booked because our videos kept going viral. Sure. That stops happening. People stop thinking of you. Then Kev on stage starts to grow. And I started to feel like, man, but what about my uh-huh. what about my boy? Well, they don't live here. They don't do this. Like, and no, they they never even tripped. Yeah. You know, matter of fact, they're always like, bro, answer like, Kev, I'm happy for you, yeah, bro. Yeah, Keep yeah. pushing. Yeah. Jay's my brother. He's my business manager. He's part of the reason I'm as successful as I am now. Because he was like, you got to stop with the five hundred. <laughs> you have to stop. We want to get you to five thousand, yeah. which means you got to say no to five hundred. Let me take, you know, I'll take you there. So. But I struggled mm-hmm. so hard with like even accepting Kev on stage growing because in my mind, I would always be us. Yeah. It was always going to be us going on tour. And we had a little taste of that success. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to accept that, you know, because I had doggone made a doggone video every single day, I never stopped. Mm-hmm. The same success that we had on the Playmakers, I was starting to see on a solo thing, mm-hmm. and I was starting to feel bad about it yeah. and like guilty about it, uh-huh. and like maybe I shouldn't do. But luckily for me, I had supportive friends. But if I didn't, it would have been even harder, right? Right. But the, I say all that to say, um, you start to uh, meet people who are like having success for you. Like Tobe was on a doggone private jet. Issa Rae went to Bermuda privately <laughs> I saw her Josh a private island a pri- I saw I said oh I y'all be on me for first class he's a different private is entire class listen he's is different okay I was like now, ain't this ain't no upper limit problem. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't have private to Bermuda money. Listen, I but, do but, not. Not for four to six. <laughs> six people? International? On the boat, field? talking about that's our hotel over there. Man. Did you see the house? Yes. I was like, oh. Oh. But I'm gonna tell you what she did do. We were inspired. We was like, Danny, we finna go on vacation. It ain't gonna be an easy. <laughs> It ain't finna be no easy red vacation. Let's just we first class is good. But, but everything else she did we could do. Listen. Except the private. We can get the house. We can get the house. I'm I couldn't do the private island either. We finna be on a we public. We can go resort. to Bermuda is the point. <laughs> Bermuda's can't do nothing she did except be black in but, Bermuda. Except go on vacation. Yeah. It's just gonna look different. <laughs> Somebody said, I feel spoiled if I buy a drink on a flight. Me too. <laughs> I'm out here fancy. Excuse me. I have this coupon I was looking to redeem. <laughs> you know how many doggone free drink coupons I have in my phone? I be trying to redeem them all. Literally like 48 Listen, free coupons. Excuse me. What can I get with this? That's funny. We'll take a break now. All right, take a break. Listen, for the millionth time in my life, I'm choosing my health again. This is part of your big leap. And thank you to Beachbody for being right here when I want to jump right back in. Listen, we're in a pandemic still. 
The gyms in LA closed. I've decided I can work out in my backyard. I can work out in my garage. I can work out in my office. I can work out with Beachbody. Listen, the last time I lost weight, oh, 10 years ago. P90X. P90X, insanity. High impact interval training was the way to go for me. And I'm right here right now again, getting access to professional training from the comfort of my own home with Beachbody On Demand. The same company that brought you the P90Xs and Sandy's 21 Day Fixes. Now they got new programs like Muscle Burns Fat and 80 Day Obsession. You can start everyday training, cardio, hit, yoga, and even dance workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require any extra equipment. In the time it takes you to drive and park, at the gym, because my gym is about 20 minutes away, mm-hmm. if it was open, you could be done, which for me is really important because it saves a lot of time. Time you know, Con- very, and convenience. And convenience. I'm a very busy man. I cannot be wasting 20, 30 minutes. And honestly, there's a lot of um, motivation to get up, get dressed, get in your car, drive, and winter is coming up too. Don't nobody want to be doing all that. Nobody want to be here. I try that. This, get, this takes away all of your excuses. So right now, you should try Beachbody on demand to get special free trial membership. Text love love to 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform, all the workouts, nutritional information and support. Absolutely. Totally free. Just text love love to 303030. And now back to the show. All right, and we're back. So we're going to do this segment that we literally just made up called Live from the Stage Crew. If you're not part of our Patreon, <laughs> shameless plug, you should join. Uh, but we're doing this live in front of our Patreon audience, and they're going to ask us questions about the Big Leap because we have been talking about this on all of our platforms. I literally think I did basically a month's worth of content on this book. So... um they're going to send their questions. We're going to answer them for the next 15 minutes. Jennifer said this book is jacking me up. Listen, I get that. I actually had to put it down because it's like he look into your mind and your yes. heart and he calls you out on your BS. Yes, he and does. And you really got to like deal with it because he's not even talking to you personally, but he is. Oh, he's absolutely talking. And it's so clear how you're like, oh, snap. Yeah. I do that. For sure. Um. Finding Theme said, okay, so trying to take my big leap into the new industry and I've been working on my resume, but literally feel like death to apply for jobs. <laughs> uh, procrastination is a form of self-sabotage. Yep. Uh, perfectionism is a form Shouts to Josh of self-sabotage. Don't turn around, Josh. Don't turn around. Don't. <laughs> perfectionism is nothing more than glorified procrastination. Yes. That's all it is. Listen, Mel was saying this one time. You can feel red. Melissa and Mel said this too. Women will only go for jobs that they feel completely qualified to apply for. Men will just go and apply for stuff. Mm -hmm. I did not deserve that job at all, Def. No. But when I walked up in there, I was like, all right, I've been doing this. I'll go home and cry because I didn't, but but I've been doing this. That's actually an added layer to this idea of the big leap is how it affects men versus women absolutely because women are just socialized very differently and so even um this morning i was i was doing my makeup shout out to the boo hive and we were talking about this idea of like asking for what you want and coming off as bratty or coming off as a b or coming off as whatever and you get all of those like negative connotations associated with you and so it prevents you from asking for what you want absolutely uh antoine williams said what made you get into the book my therapist recommended it because i was struggling with people's perception of me actually what i was struggling with your light is on I was struggling with people's perception of me uh, being a Christian comedian and what that meant, what I could and couldn't do, uh, being attacked on the social media. Mm-hmm. And I think she actually recommended it because of um, she realized I was struggling with making the transition to the next step in my career yeah. and life. And mm-hmm. all these things were ver- variations of upper limit problems. Yeah, Even being so dependent on people's uh, opinion of me. Mm-hmm. And having to let that go. So once she recommended it to me and I read it in like two days probably, mm-hmm. I saw so much of why she recommended it. Because we had been talking about it in therapy and she'd been guiding me. But it was like, let me give you this book and yeah. we can really speed up a lot of these sessions. I'm going to yeah. save you some money. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you could do some of this self-work on your own. So that's kind of where I got it. 
we vicariously have a therapist through you. No, Angelica, you don't. Listen, I go, go to, to therapy through through my sister it. too. Better help. Better help. You need to go on your own. You need. To I know. I haven't you. found one. You have you been looking? I did actually. When's the last time you looked? Two weeks ago. Girl, that ain't been looking. <laughs> Okay, let's see another question. I feel confident in my skills. This is A and B conversations. I feel confident in my skills and talent, but I feel like I've exhausted with the point of maintaining the leap, the consistency energy. That's actually a good point. It's, I didn't. It's a, re, what was the question? Basically, it's like, do I have the energy to continue on this path? Oh of yeah, the big, of taking the big leap. It's it's a constant work. Oh yes, you, because it's like. Uh, in the Bible, they talk about a renewed mind, a renewing of the mind. It's like you have to continue to remember what you do. Like Josh, the major photographer, videographer, right? But he's also always sharpening his skills, mm-hmm. reading uh, um, articles and yeah. Skillshare and all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. yes, he's good, but he's good because he continues to study and get better. And that's the big leap thing. I think it's not a, I read this book, I am now fine. Because you're going to you know, revert back to how you saw the world in the past, how you used to think, and you're gonna have to be like, no, you're upper limiting. You're gonna have to have these conversations with yourself. Over and over again. Over and over again. And you're gonna have some setbacks. You know, you're gonna settle for something, you'd be like, God dang it, I should have, I was upper limiting and it cost me this. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have those learning um, lessons uh, and then you're gonna move forward. So that's why I say it's a process that I've been dealing with over, since I've started reading and before that in therapy. And it's still something I will do. Because if I like booked a TV show right now and they're like, you're going to get 300, you know, sometimes you book a network show, it's like, or say $30,000 an episode mm-hmm. and you get 26 episodes. That's just like, Chill. you know, I don't know. So, uh, so yeah. Hey, Kev, are you pushing for all your people to read the big leap angle of therapy? Is that something you would want to require going forward with Kev, Kev on stage studios? I, I wouldn't require you to go to therapy. I would encourage it. Yeah. Uh, but for the book, I just want my friends and my you know, family people listening to live their best life. Yeah. I realize a lot of my, I'm not the only one doing this. Right, right, right. And you don't have to be a millionaire. Like in this book, he he like uh, consulted for or, uh, Michael Dell yeah. and millionaires and billionaires. We don't all have to be that for right. us to be upper limited problems. Right. You know what I'm saying? It could just be like, I should go for that promotion. I should move out of this house. Or I should stop sabotaging myself. Absolutely. Again, this is not all about money. This is about, you know, living the life that you deserve free from, you know, the shackles of your own mind. Love, creativity, and money. How does Kev always miss all my comments? I'm sorry, big boy blue. Let me scroll back and see if I heard. Have you ever used religion culture as a means to hold yourself back? Yes. What? What? Yes. Absolutely. Being a Christian is part of the biggest thing I was in therapy for. Yes. <laughs> Not Christianity, but the ideas that I ingrained, mm-hmm. right? I don't cuss. The stand-up comedy show, Keep Your Distance Comedy, I almost did not do it. Right. Because I was so afraid of what I ended up getting. Mm-hmm. Christian saying, have you changed? Now you're around all that cuss. Mm-hmm. Right? Even though I knew the reason why I wanted to do it is because I want to give other black creators a platform. Right. Put money in their pocket, help raise their social media profile so they can go and do their job easier. I knew people would say, if it's cussing on there, Kev, you ain't no good Christian Mm -hmm. no more. And those emails have come and they will continue to come and they're going to come more and more. And if I sell this show or whatever, Produced by Kevin on stage with all this cussing. I knew he wasn't a Christian. Remember the deacon that mm-hmm. when we moved here? Mm-hmm. He told you, you moved to LA, that it's that land of sinking sand. I really went back and forth with like, if I do this, I got to force the comedians to not cuss. And then I was talking, thinking about all that, that. I'm like, man, pe- these people be cussing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to censor how these people do their art. I want you to be a fan of Because if you think they're not funny, they're like, well, I couldn't do my material the way I'm used to doing it. Yeah. Right? I didn't want to do that. But I have grown with a Christian fan base, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of like breaking with tradition. It's the same thing when a Disney star be like, okay, I'm like 25 now. I'm not on <laughs> Hannah Montana. Yeah, I'm not like, wearing bows in my hair no more. Yeah, like I'm an adult now. But, you know, same thing with Beyonce from... That's why she came out with I'm a grown woman. 
De- Des- yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Beyonce from Destiny's Child to Lemonade is a different person. Yeah. Right? I've always wanted to produce content like that. I don't know if I was my plan to do keep your distance with or comedy with cussing. Like my own stuff was going to be clean, which I think it still will be. But I didn't want Christians to be mad at me. Right. But then I thought, even when I do church jokes, specifically church jokes, mm-hmm. people still be mad. Yeah. The clown lady who said I was a clown. She was mad because I was talking about a gospel song yeah. that I liked Erica Campbell's gospel song. Right. So then I thought, really, no matter what I do, someone's going to be mad, mm-hmm. be mad, Christian or not. There's Christians who were mad at us when we were doing Playmakers. Our whole set was church. Yeah. People in the church got up and walked out. That's true. Because it was too whirly. Yeah. I can't win anyway. So let me just do what I feel like the Lord has for me to do. But yes. Um, it's like we're talking to uh, Teray about this. People got mad at him because he is the pastor of two stars. Mm-hmm. He like, if you pastor, if Diddy come to your church, you need to make sure he gets saved. Mm-hmm. People got mad because he just was like pastoring him. Yeah. Talking with him. Because people feel like they, if I had him, oh my gosh. Aska. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you done sat up there with them familiar spirits. You done ask questions, and I didn't see you try to lead them to Christ in that video. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. You can be mad. You can unfollow. You cannot support. <laughs> you have that right. Yeah. My job is to explain to you what I'm doing, give you the chance to support or not, and then your job as the consumer to say, this is for me, this not is for, for me. me. Yeah. What I don't like is what I clearly say people will be, cu- people have emailed and said, I know he said it was going to be cussing, but I'm mad because there was actually cussing. <laughs> Literally someone emailed us that. <laughs> what? What are you saying to me? I know he said it was going to be cussing, but I didn't believe it. Someone literally emailed me that. Why, why would you not? It's the first question on the FAQ. It's literally the first thing. I have accepted more than anything, and this is outside of just Christianity, I cannot please everyone. Right. That's what I was trying to do. I wanted all my fans, everyone to always be happy with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not even always happy with myself. Mm-hmm. You can be disappointed. You can be upset. You can fall away. You can not follow. You can block. You can rebuke. <laughs> I can drive a Maserati. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But did you minister? <laughs> that was such an inside joke that for is, Patreon. Yeah. Uh, formerly known as Periscope. Um, Kev, what are your fans going to do if you get a job where they have you cuss one time? Not just outlandish slur of cuss words, but just like one sentence. I've thought about that, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Because I am an actor. Yeah. And if Marvel was like, okay, you're the new Captain America, Anthony Mackie is out. Kevin always goes straight for... Has to be Marvel. It's not like, no, oh, no. you're an extra on this show, we no, want no, no, you. No no no. no, no, no. Anthony Mackie's out, you are now. What's, you are who's, now Captain America. Captain America. Oh, yeah, he's Captain America. Yes. It's now we're, Kevin. We're also going to pay you, give you some time to get in shape, nutritionist, chef. You are going to be Captain America, but Listen, he got to cuss The way bit. you dream, it's just... Because why not? <laughs> Uh, the answer to that is I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I've always kind of said I won't cuss. Okay, next question. That's all. I don't know. I don't want to speak to that because I don't know. It won't be my plan, and that's not really the path that I'm going anyway. So I highly doubt that will happen. Where I'm just like, by the way, I'm cussing in sex scene, insecure season five. Kev is the love interest now. Big bodies, TSA, whatever. Like, I don't know that that will happen, but I, I don't know that that's the path I'm going down. Okay. How much more time? We probably have one or two more questions. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said, you don't have to cuss with the character you're playing, man. That's what a lot of Christians have to do. Would you recommend a friend group to read it together or is it a separate type of journey? I think you could read it personally and like discuss kind of like the book club does. What are you learning? Because that's kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Liz? Oh, this part. Because what happened with Liz is she was different parts of the book 
mm-hmm. met her than that met me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember the first thing, the reason you guys had that conversation on the comment, where the comment show was like, the ability to experience full love right. was what hit you more than right. abandoning people and what people thought about me. So mm-hmm. I think right. it's a, if you're having a friend group, read it for yourself, study to show that self-approved, and then have discussion parts where you recognize the parts in yourself where you're upper limiting and share with your friends is probably a good way to do it. All right. That's it. Any other things? No, I think we're good. All right. Uh, that was a fun segment. It was great. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for today's Love Hour podcast episode. You are the queen of Mystic High I Five. I didn't know this was the thing. You didn't say give me a high five or nothing. When, when, you, when you were looking, I did it. I didn't even look at you. Rewind the tape. I'll rewind it. Child, it's long. Here it is. Here it is. See? Oh, you looked at me. You went away. You just had looked at me right there. Yeah, but. but Right there. Look. Look. I know. I saw it. But when I looked away, your hand was up. Look at me. I was already. It was a glance. That's why you missed it. I thought you were still looking at me and I had leaned back. Oh, no. See, there's a look. Here's the lean. Look. I saw you look, but you had already looked back. And then when I came, people were like, you ain't see me out of your periphery? Child, nah. You got to use your periphery for the high five. That's why you don't be missing. You'll be using your periphery. And that's because I got these lashes on. It's all blocked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for today's Love Hour episode. Closes out, rounds <sighs> out this whole idea of taking the big leap. I hope, pray, encourage you to take read the big leap and then take the steps to live the life that you imagine live the life in full abundance of happiness in both love money and creativity do not self-sabotage yourself stop self-sabotaging yourself and self-sabotage is in Huh? Stop self-sabotaging. You don't have to say yourself. It was self-sabotage. Shut up. Stop self-sabotaging. It's implied with the self-sabotage. We hope to see you next week on another episode of Love Hour. Until next time. Bye. Peace. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 